and we are recording. Hello, hello, hello. We have a special guest today. We have Nathan Datu, also known as at Tokyo Nate on TikTok. Welcome to the Bolo Pasco Show, episode seven. Um, yeah, would you like to introduce yourself a bit further? Um, okay, so hi everybody. I am uh, Tokyo Nate, or uh, in real talk, inform guys or inform people about what's happening in our country. I also do comedic skits. Uh, I also uh, do relatable uh, videos that you could be, you could share your experiences about, and probably just that. I just enjoy myself in making videos in TikTok. I see, I see. Um, why particularly TikTok? Like, why not Facebook or Instagram, like those mainstream apps? Like, why, why TikTok, Nate? Why there? Pro- probably because I, I, in Facebook, because I used it for my school uh, objective purposes. Uh, I don't usually post there because my, uh, my viewers aren't that big compared to TikTok. And also, um, is that I expressed my uh, my topics aren't really catchy in Facebook and Twitter. I am not that famous because it has a different culture in terms of discussing social issues and halos lahat kasi don is discussing uh, social issues na and yun tinatawag natin na term na and in IG and G stories it's like a personal life for me there so I refrain from posting much about so there are tiktokers who open up about social issues and that I wanted to be a part of the, of that minority in order for me to uh, discuss more about social issues lalo na yung, yung audience kasi sa tiktok is mostly kids and mostly millennials mm-hmm. and teenagers so it's really a great ground for spreading those types of topics I see I see like the strategy is there because the the reach is more and then we have younger people and younger minds and you want them to be aware about social issues. What, um, yeah, so that's my, uh, I'm, that's what I'm curious about. Like, why is it your advocacy to inform people about social issues? So like, I see that TikTok is a strategic platform, but like, where did your passion come from uh, in terms of making people be informed about social issues? Hello? Hello, hello, Tito. Oh, yeah, yeah. May mm-hmm. And so, my passion from uh, telling social issues came from... Actually, it's not uh, really inspirational because uh, from the fact that I came from a school, a government school which has a lot of scholars, and we really... Uh, did our best to think critically of what is happening in our country. And as soon as I stepped on college, it, it became heightened because I studied in Manila. I saw Manila. I saw what is happening in Manila, the poverty and all about that. I just wanted to speak up for those na nasa minority sector, like uh, the poor, the poverty sector. And uh, why is it that they experience those kinds of stuff? Why is it that we... Uh, 
uh, in our homes are panatag while they are there they they are there na there this not iniisip nila kung 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 saan sila kung or what and i just wanted to share those because i feel like it's our right of information na kailangan nating malaman what is happening around our country uh, besides the privileges na meron tayo and that we experience in life mm. so where are you originally from so you're not from manila you're from what province yeah. i'm from i'm from cavite po Mm, I see. And then, like, when you studied in Manila, you realized different things? Like, what were the observations you've had about, about Manila and studying there? One thing I, uh, I first observed was uh, the vicinity of where uh, the privileged and the unprivileged people live. Like, mm. in, in, in my case, kasi, because I study in FEU Manila, in Morita specifically. Neighbor. When you when you go down the LRT station, Shemperdecto station, there uh, you will be welcomed by a ton of uh, scrap houses. Na parang mm. they are built there and ready to demolish and be built anytime. So mm. it really uh, sparked this interest of me na. Why did these people uh, came all the way here? Bakit nandito sila nakatira? Why they choose to live here? Or how? What circumstances are they under para ma para mauwe sa gantong choices nandito sila sa ilalim ng arilas nakatira or sa ilalim ng station nakatira? And kahit na super dumidon, bakit dun sila tumitira? Is it because their livelihood is there or is it because hindi na sila makakawit sa province or wala silang means? Something like that, kuya. Mm. Like, pag tumawid ka, di ba, sa LRT1 to LRT2, dun sa Recto, tapos yung D. Jose Station, mm. you'll see the uh, the houses right? and the, the, the informal yeah, settlers. And like, yeah, it does make me wonder if they were originally from outside Metro Manila where there's cleaner air, probably, like more access to, I don't know, food that you can just get from, like in the province and stuff. Like, why is it in Manila? What's your hypothesis? Why? There's, there's, one, there's this instance na I did an observation nung time na I went home sa Cavite in weekends. And <laughs> nagkaroon ng demolition sa area na yun. So, all mm. the houses were, were stripped off dun sa ilalim ng LRT station. And then I came back the other week and the nulit yung houses. So my hypothesis is that yung livelihood nila is nandoon na yung because uh, I, I I also had this story about the Save San Roque if if the audiences are familiar with that. Uh, Save San Roque is a uh, site in QC na nasa gitna ng industrialization and same yung hypothesis ko na, na sa hypothesis nila which is kaya hindi lumilipat to informal settlers is because mas madali yung ways of living nila doon and mas uh, madali yung uh, paghahanap nila ng hanap buhay doon mas nakakita sila ng pera doon and baka mas lalo lang lumala yung ways of living nila if they they transferred sa ano sa provinces kasi mas mahirap maghanap ng trabaho sa provinces mm. and Manila is a perfect place to find uh, job opportunities kahit maliit lang yung sahod niya mm. so yung economic opportunities inside the the national capital region 
yung yung main thing. I see, I see. And for and based on your own opinion, um, what could be like a productive step towards addressing social inequalities inside like the national region for you? I believe not to be biased, but I also believe that the government is uh, doing their ways to uh, address this kind of poverty. But uh, in my own small ways, I could uh, help too, and also us, na um, to help them to not be relocated. Because I know there are relocation sites na ina a lot for them. Kaso nga lang, uh, these relocation sites are being uh, uh, placed in provinces then which makes it hard for them to earn money mm -hmm. so I guess uh, the uh, what I can do now or what we can do now is to uh, inform people as much uh, inform many people as much as possible about these situations because the uh, the environment there is very I know, I know they are comfortable living there, but there are also discomforts na dala ng environment na tinitirhan nila, like the waste there, it's under a train, and then the urban, the urbanized community. Tapos mas nagiging jam-pack pa yung mga tao kasi sama-sama sila doon. So, I guess uh, one way that we could help is to inform people, inform mm -hmm. um, community developmental uh, organizations para mas ma-transfer sila sa safer place and um, we can raise funds we can raise donation funds to help them build their own home kasi uh, in order for you to live in order for you to live uh, talaga is you have to find a shelter muna at first mm. kasi yun yung pinaka uh, kailangan mo to live not just food mm. and water mm. so ayun information dissemination pa rin po kayo. I see, I see. So like, the more people are informed, like for example, they have lack of access to clean water and sanitation. That's where um, we can partner up with different organizations um, in order for us to provide that access to sanitation and all those things to improve their quality of living. I think that's, the, that's one of the main goals that we have here, right? Like to provide information such that more people take action and they have better quality of living. So if either it's relocation, Kailangan, there must be economic opportunities and kung hindi man relocation, it's about giving them like a dignified life and a quality uh, of, of life that they can uh, sustain. That's awesome. Um, what's unique about your account on TikTok is that um, you do it in like infographic styles or like, like really creative ways of, of film instead of like, like many of us who would like go in front of the camera and say, hey, what's up? This is what's happening. Why is that your approach towards creating content? Uh, why not speak? Why through the, the, the film or, or that approach? I mentioned earlier, Kuya, that most of the audiences in TikTok are kids and teenagers and millennials. And uh, we also know, based on studies, that we have an eight-second attention span now if if the video doesn't get your attention for eight seconds you'll scroll up so i go for that now when i started making cinematics i made sure that it will uh, get the attention of the viewers muna and at the very start pa lang kasi i i put this silhouette shadow which uh gives a glimpse of what the video is all about and also i put a stop listen share 
uh, wording there so that they could uh, be immersed more in the video. And then that's where I start the attack of information. I first uh, describe the topic, what is it, what is it all about, and then I I put or lay down the information uh, video per video. And I made sure na I put the art of cinematography in there, how I managed to uh, get the foreground and the background in order to make uh, a video appealing to the audience. I see, I see. Um, just something like unrelated. Uh, I, no, I, I see how your, your, your account grows. I actually secretly compete with your account. Like, I check your follower count and I'm like, okay, Nate's always surging up. Like, like, like our follower count like this. Um, and yeah, like I've been, I've been taking notes of what you've been, uh, you've been, you've been doing. Um, my question is, do you have a problem between, like, this is something important, but this may not get hype or like, this is not so important, but I'm sure this would give me a lot of followers. Do you have that kind of dilemma? Because I have that kind of dilemma. Too. I have. I have. See, can you talk about that a bit? I, 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 I developed this routine kasi na at the morning, pagkagising ko, I'll open Inquirer and then I'll search for a news. Does this happen recently lang na parang uh, the news about the surge of uh, medical recoveries in COVID-19, yung nilabas na DepEd na super fishy, tapos yung... Hmm. Um, strike ng workers, ng health workers, kasi hindi nabibigay sa kanila yung uh, tamang uh, PPEs, tamang funds, and yung hazard pays nila. And lastly, yung VAT na iya-add sa online transactions like Netflix, Spotify, Lazada, Shopee. And then, I realized na what will, uh, what will spark their interest more dun sa intriguing which is yung sa DepEd uh, increased recovery rate na, hin- na something out of ordinary mm. or yung VAT na meron na naman sa sa ano meron na naman tapos so, isasama lang yung sa online will it spark their interest more or will it spark the emotional uh, uh, emotional quotient of the person kapag yung sa strike ng health workers yung uh, discuss ko. And what's to attack on a person is their curiosity. Mm-hmm. And yon that's why I chose the the surge ng recoveries nilabas ng death. Why would they release a lot of recoveries, uh, specifically 39,000 recoveries in a day. Mm-hmm. Kung per day, ang na, na record lang nilang recoveries is 1,000 or 100, yeah. ba? So, uh, ayun, I guess a factor uh, wherein, kunyari, nagkaroon ako ng ganong dilemma is what, what would spark more curiosity mm-hmm. out of my viewers? Love so, it. Ang ganda, ang ganda ng questions. Like, what will spark curiosity out of the viewers? Um, I'll take that on because I'm, I'm still competing with your profile. <laughs> I, I, see, I really, that's really value adding, uh, talking to a co-content creator on, on TikTok. Okay, our 15 minutes is up. I'd love to give you the opportunity to give your last message to just the audience, um, to normal people, uh, something that you may stand for or like any advice for people who would also like to create content when it comes to social social issues and awareness about those things? 
Okay. Um, first of all, I mentioned earlier that I created TikTok to have fun. If you want to be a content creator, you have to be yourself whenever you uh, do your videos. You have to find your center. My center is cinematography. My center is film. So I, I attacked from there and it became very, very effective. Second, if you want to tackle about social issues, make sure you have a foundation. You have a standing ground. Uh, when I post my videos, I always put in the replies or in the comments my sources. Mm. Be it Inquirer, be it Rappler, be it GMA News, be it ABS-CBN, be it Manila Times or CNN Philippines. Those are credible news sources. And it is very best for you to cross-read uh, cross the sources para alam mo kung ano yung kulang sa source na to or ano yung lamang ng source na to dito. But all in all, they are credible sources. And lastly, um, observe your audiences kung saan... Uh, kung saan sila mas mag-e-enjoy na atake mo sa content, kung lalagyan mo ba ng comedy yung content mo, or lalagyan mo ng uh, art yung content mo, or something. Basta something that you enjoy to do and you will have an impact on your audiences. And lastly, do not lose yourself in the process. Mm. Kasi when you gain followers, you gain clout, you gain confidence, and you gain... Um, you gain a lot of friends and that will uh, sometimes make you lose in the process. And I think that's most of the content creators' problems as well. Mm. And um, ayun, just be yourself in making your videos. I am not here to um, be famous. I am here to inform people about social issues. And ayun lang, just enjoy yourself in creating videos. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That is the show. Thank you so much, Nathan, for being here. And thank you again. See you again. All right. Bye.